I'm Alex. And I'm Breezo. And this is the See You Later podcast. Honestly, honestly, our podcast is just two Black girls in their 20s just trying to figure this shit out, man. Literally. We're going to talk about everything. Uh, it's a safe space for the honestly. From growth to truth to relationships, anything, all of that, anything that we want to lay out on the table. So welcome to the See You Later podcast. See you later. All right. Today's topic is relationships and just dating and fucking general, if I'm honest with you dating relationships life as a 20 year old going into your adulthood with this horrible batch of men the male species that we got right now if i'm honest with you but it's just trying to navigate i guess the dating experience and just how we're trying to pick our not pick our men but I guess, approach the type of man that we feel like is worthy of experiencing us and that we know is worth experiencing, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, because I mean, bro, to be honest, it's hard already being vulnerable Uh and then to be vulnerable to a man. (laughs) Let's talk. (laughs) Come on, let's be real like it's just adding the honestly I'm not even gonna lie like it's not that hard to be vulnerable but it can be but when you're vulnerable to a man and they usually don't be that open or as open or in tune with their emotions like a woman would it's just more extraness than it has to be I that's feel- an, and what I feel like makes it hard yeah, I feel like, and you know, a lot of it has to be like with, you know, I would say like childhood, like everyone, I feel like childhood does play an important role of why we act the way we act, which is why, like, I feel like with men, they already kind of have that, like, I mean, we all have our own sense of stereotypes that we get from society, but I feel like, theirs is I mean I'm not trying to like do like the whole like ones is worse than the others because honestly if at the end of the day no stereotype is good but like I just feel like they allow sometimes they allow it to consume them to the point where it's like they feel like they're in this box to the point Mm -hmm. where they make it hard to get out of it where it makes dating hard or at least yeah. us dating them hard. Yeah. Because it's like you, in a relationship, you have to be open and expressive and emotional. Not with a negative connotation, but like you're with your partner. And if you are thinking about spending the rest of your life with them or whatever, being more serious, I feel like that that has to come with it. And the the people that's out here now, 
the man want to be so hard body. Oh, I'm a little dirt. I'm a little baby. <laughs> and then the girls, they like, well, I don't need a man. Ooh, the bam. It's like, but y'all want the relationship without the relationship. But do you feel like, do they really want the relationship, the connection of a relationship? Or do they want these things that, because sometimes I'm not even going to hold you. Sometimes I'll see like Instagram pictures and I'm like, ooh, like I want that. Do I want the luxury and the some of the things that come with the relationship or do I want a relationship? And I have to sit back and be like, baby, I know personally. <laughs> right now, yeah, because like personally right now, do I want a relationship? I have to sit back and think and be like, Alex, baby you you may be really emotionally mature but are you ready to settle down and give your all to someone no I feel like I have a lot of things to work on yeah and to be able to like see that about yourself like ah right now it it might be it might sound nice you know taking the pictures getting the roses whatnot Cause we're lover girls, like that's what we. I feel like if that's what we want now, then that's what we're gonna get later. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not realistic right now, yeah. because like as much as I want it, it's like, bro, who is out here that's gonna give me that, or who who can I give it to? because mm. out of all of the people that I've talked to which I want to we're going to talk about that <laughs> but all, all the people that I've talked to none of them like I'm the type of girl as soon as I start talking to someone oh I want to play the girlfriend role like okay I buy you gifts I want to go out all the time I want to be with you all the time talk to you with, with, with whatever and they're like, um, well, you want some McDonald's? No, I, I want a boyfriend. And like, oh, okay, I want I want you to be my girlfriend too, but they're not willing to even try and be a boyfriend. Like, this is not what I see on social media. Or take that this is not you know? Like, I don't know. But seeing it on social media is like, oh, that's gonna be me one day. But it's like we don't know those people's backstory. These are just pictures. At all. We don't These know. These are just gifts. We do. Like, they could have a real love relationship, but, like, how hard is it? Yeah. I feel like that's a thing, too, that really has a lot of people in a loop. I feel like they see these comparisons. They see these pictures. They see all these celebrities, and I feel like it's so easy to consume and be like tied into these or like these celebrities like lives and relationships where they don't actually step back and be like we do not know these people <laughs> we do not know no, these for people, real but i want to they'd be like i want to have a dark and india relation you do not yeah. know dirk and india like and that's no <laughs> offense to them but like you do not know them yeah. so it's like you want these things but okay from what we've seen 
it doesn't look too pretty of some of the things that happened with Dirk and India. No offense. Right. Allegedly, what's happened. Uh, allegedly. Yeah, but like, but I feel like people don't step back and think like that. I think a lot of comparisons and goals and we're like, oh, I want this. Like, I want what they have, but it's like, do they you want the want- look? Yeah, do you want what they have or do you want the aesthetic that they're presenting to you? Because the aesthetic be eaten, like I'm not gonna lie. Like Lori and Michael. Oh, that's on my vision board right now. (laughs) But that's just the look. That's not the relationship. We don't know what happened with them at all. But we know they're not together no more. No. As good as they look. They did. And that's a lot. I watched um Arnell Armand and she was recently talking about that she was talking about her current relationship um she was talking about how a lot of people are saying this time around like how her spirit's different in a good way how she's so peaceful how like they both feel like they're at like people are commenting that on her videos saying like they that her and her boyfriend are both so at peace with each other. Whereas she was saying with past relationships, people were commenting saying that y'all are a beautiful couple. Y'all look good together. Mm. And they were saying physical things, but they weren't saying like more emotional, more actually matter. Yeah, Like what matters. They were saying the surface level stuff, which Mm. I felt like you have to think about because it's like anybody can look good together like i mean it is what it is but like do they look at peace with one another that's right I feel like and I- that could be why like i mean you see it bro you have the ugliest of up and no one is ugly for real but like <laughs> you'll have the least appealing to the eye person with the baddest female you ever seen in your life and vice versa finest man I ever seen in my life he got some I, I feel like I could look better than her in my head whatever you know might be said but it's like bro everybody be looking from the outside in like I don't know why they together they don't even look good he ugly she ugly he too fine for her she too cute for him um maybe they really love each other and like there's and that's why right so much more like even like with I remember like with Snoop Dogg's um daughter she recently I think she got engaged to her um her partner but um yeah and people were saying like he's using her for money I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. Snoop Dogg's daughter if I'm not mistaken I'm pretty sure but like there's like he's using her for money like he's with her because of her dad and it's like why can't people just love each other I feel like another thing where it's like with our culture and just like what it is I feel like people are so hooked up on looks like where we forgot where I feel like and that's another reason why kind of like relationships are kind of like shifty and weird because I feel like we get in the most obviously everyone has a preference um mm-hmm. you know sometimes you know looks like everyone's gonna date someone they find attractive but like I feel like sometimes people are so caught up in looks it's like is he treating me good is he respecting me like these are things that are important and it's like why are they so worried about looks like why is that I mean 
everyone looks or people are gonna say looks do matter which i feel like they do play an importance but i feel like people forget it shouldn't be the main thing yeah i feel like people forget that like it shouldn't be above how you're being treated in the relationship or like what all the components to the relationship that's just the physical what about the mental and emotional aspects of it like like you said everyone has a preference but again their their looks can only get you so far so what happens if you have like your dream man for instance he's everything on your list physically like oh he's tall he's got green eyes he's got beard got braids to the back okay that's fine Mm-hmm. Does he love you? Ooh, <laughs> like, let's let's get into it. Does he love you? <laughs> does he love you though? Like that's nice. But does he? But you? look at all these Medea me- movies, girl. The, the man's be fine, but what he doing when he get home? Knocking her upside her head. We wouldn't know because he looks so fine. Oh, y'all look so good together, girl. You bagged a good one. Don't let him go because he's too good to be. Yeah. But what's but he don't love home. me for real though. Yeah, what's <laughs> like home. Let's only get you so far, and even then, what? Like it's been so many times, bro, that I've I've dealt with someone, and as soon as I'm done with them, I'm like, he was ugly anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like it, he the look not it's not mattering at this point. Like because his that goes up ugly. Exactly, he's an ugly person, so he's ugly. It don't matter what he looks like on the outside. What's mattering is how the relationship is going. If it's genuine, yeah. if it's actually a caring relationship, loving, like I'm not a doll. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that. I don't. I don't even know how to like explain it for real because it's like. Like you said with Dirk and India, everyone always brings up Dirk and India. Oh. And it's like, how many times has Dirk allegedly cheated on India? Or done her wrong. Has, allegedly. Right. Has India ever allegedly cheated on him? We will never know because no one cares about that. They care about, oh, he's buying her flowers and jewelry, bust down, tell like you know what i'm saying like okay Birkins and all this like i feel that's like that's expensive yeah and no offense i know like and no offense but you're not you're 21 you're not <laughs> in that tax bracket right like, you're not a, even them like it's okay that you're not in that tax bracket i feel like people too and i feel like you know as a woman i'm a woman so i can speak personally I feel like, you know, we, men expect a lot from women and women expect a lot from men. That's just how mm-hmm. society is. And I feel like sometimes, like, you know, people are like, well, I want the best of the best. And you do deserve the best of the best, but you have to be realistic. Bobby is 21 <laughs> in college with the, trying to get his engineer degree. Bobby does not have Dirk in India money. We have to be realistic. You cannot expect Bobby to get you a Birkin. You have to, you have to spend a certain amount of money at Hermes anyway to get a Birkin. So it's like, 
it you, it's like things you're expecting and same thing with you know with men expecting you know I want this from a woman I want th- this for a woman and it's like okay but be realistic too it's like okay all these things you're wanting from a woman what are you are you able to provide that for yourself though mm-hmm. like let's be realistic let's let's be for real like what are you what are we both bringing to the table because honestly I feel like guys they whatever they got going on in their little circle on the social medias and stuff they feel like women ask for too much we're this and we're that like I just seen a video earlier today um this black man <laughs> went to thailand he said he got him a passport and he went to a whole nother country because the american girls was not doing it for him because they're not traditional they don't cook they don't clean they don't want to do nothing for their man but in thailand they just do it all um okay but what are you doing like exactly but not only that i feel like what type of women are you looking for? Like what type of women are you attracting and what type of women are you going after? Because that's very telling as well. I feel like with me back in the day, baby, I loved me a good thug. I did. (laughs) I was young. I was in middle school. I like early high school, even that's what I loved. Like, but like, I knew. yes like (laughs) but I knew (laughs) day is that what I wanted is that the type of man that I wanted to raise my kids with is that the type that's a good question like is that the man I want to settle down with what is the type of men that I want to allow in my life and the type of a men that I want to go after those are type the type of men I can admire maybe from a well old me would admire from the distance because right mm-hmm. now that's not something my eyes would even navigate towards but like, <laughs> it's like what type of man do I want in my life and that's not the type of person I want to raise children with and that's <laughs> perfectly fine so for you to say oh well American girl what type of American girls were you going after that's a great question what type of American girls were you going after what type of American girls were like women are going to show you the signs up front there's no reason to lie well most women so it's mm-hmm. like you're saying well they don't want to cook they don't want to do that i mean are you bob the builder yeah, maybe like, if you was bob the builder i would do that but, but even, if you're not offering me nothing how can i offer you something the same thing i feel like with men they'll easily say they'll tell men well submission is like not like oh here we go no because they'll be like submission is not <laughs> it's not like it's earned pretty much they're basically saying Mm -hmm. it's earned which it is so you're easily able to tell other men submission is earned so why are you expecting wife duties from a girlfriend you've dated for two weeks and you're saying well she's not she doesn't want to cook for me she doesn't want to clean for me you've dated her for two weeks you're expecting (laughs) but then you want to tell your homeboys well submission is earned so why isn't me doing these quote-unquote wifely duties not like something you should earn I'm not about to give a random man that well not random because you're dating him so I'm not about to give a man that I feel like you know I'm still trying to 
figure out, is this the person I want to spend the rest of my life with wifely duties up front? Of course, I'm gonna give my all in the relationship, but I'm not about to bend my back if someone's not going to do the same for me. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm so used to, bro. Like, I guess it's the nurturing aspect of me. Yeah. Like, I, I see myself being a wife. So I just automatically do that when I deal with someone. Yeah. But I always say, bro, if you can't tell me what to do, you can't tell me what to do. Period. You can't. Like, I get the submissions, whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because how I was raised, that's in the Bible. Like, you know, we're religious or whatever. You submit to your husband. Your husband. Like, be for real. I mean. And that's still earned because your husband (laughs) told you that. Yeah. Right. Now, if I know the guy that I'm dating, he's being very serious with me. Like he's making it known that he wants to be with me for real, for real. And he wants to spend the rest of his life with me. Okay. Then we can build the husband. You know what I'm saying? But you not just finna, as soon as you start texting somebody, oh, you need to submit to me. You don't even do, bro, you work at Wendy's. (laughs) <laughs> you and don't do fine. anything to submit to right that's fine <laughs> like what is there for me to submit to i feel like like people forget that though they do but they love to throw the word around they like love to throw I, it's not a problem to submit that's the thing it's- but they be mad because it's like she not submitting to me well what are you doing that's making her want to, want submit? to submit or what submit are you doing that you? she can submit to like, if you can't tell me what to do, you just can't. And that's the thing. And I feel like, too, you know me. You know I'm a hard <laughs> girl. You know that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you've also seen my soft sides. But it's like, men, I will I will be up front. I feel like I am a very hard body woman because that's the person I have to be because of the things I've seen and the lifestyle I lived. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's what it is. That's kind of like... I would say coping mechanism, but I don't know how to explain it. But basically, that's how I am up front. But deep down, if you get to know me, it, it's pretty beautiful, I will say myself. Yeah. But like, you know, I feel like with men, that's kind of a thing I do in the very, very beginning because I feel like I have to feel you out and I have to feel like I know I'm safe with you and safety is very important to me. So it's like, submission obviously is not going to come up front and I feel like a lot of men I remember even like you know in the past people will think like I'm a hard body person and that's just how I present to protect myself but deep down right. like I am a submissive girl like honestly I really am like I'm very soft I'm soft too child. but it's like it's a protecting thing like you have to yeah you have to be able to I guess I don't know how to explain it like you have to be able to not break down my walls I'm not asking you to be like this Bob to build a nigga to knock down these walls <laughs> but I'm saying like yeah I'm saying like you have to make me feel safe enough to be like okay like I feel safe here like I mm-hmm. like, this is my place where I could submit like and it's not even sexual because a lot of people think submission is just sexual like no yeah. it's so like if you really pay attention if you really do your research it's so much more than just a sexual aspect and I feel like mm-hmm. 
people don't get that they think of it oh like submissive in the bedroom and it's like yeah like that's not really even what it is at all at all like and I feel like people don't take the time to realize these things in relationships or when they're trying to Mm. connect with people in general yeah they don't it's like people throw these words around and they don't know what it means means. Uh, so like that's i'm like what is there for me to submit to like what do you mean by that like because i'm not doing what you're telling me to do i'm not submitting like or you're being disrespectful, but you still expect me to submit? Like, no. Right. That's no. not how submission works, baby. Please. I should have to feel soft when I'm with my man. With my man, my man, my man. Like, please, please research these words before you use the words <laughs> and say, I want a submissive woman. And it's like, okay, you want a quote unquote submissive woman, but are you a, are you really a dominant man? right is, oh is that really who you are are you really a dominant man is that who you are or is that what you're quote-unquote presenting and even if you quote-unquote presenting are do you know the true definition of a dominant man right. i i feel like people forget that i feel like ugh, see i'm about to get over i feel like people forget that and i feel like people forget too like i want to say like what a real man is but it's like maybe that's just my definition or what i've seen but it's like i'm just talking about like what a husband is like i feel like people in this in this day and age like i feel like we've kind of lost touch like we We always romanticize 90s love and 90s but like I feel like people even then like you're romanticizing these things you aren't willing to I guess step back in like are are you a soft lover are you a romantic Mm -hmm. lover are you willing to be romantic with your partner are you willing to have conversations you don't really want to have but you know this is something that can repair something like a a dispute that you've had with like your partner like are you willing to have these conversations like but you're romanticizing something that I don't know like that are you willing romanticizing something that's not even there yeah like like relationships is hard it is it's not cupcakes and sprinkles the whole time at all it's not that's why there's a such thing as divorce oh let's get into it now let's get into it I mean that's why people get getting married and in three months time if that they're divorced I don't want to be with her anymore because she did this or I don't want to be with him anymore because he wouldn't let me do that but do you think because y'all not even yeah like do you feel like people are romanticizing marriage or do you feel like people I feel like yeah do you feel like people are romanticizing marriage and not really understanding that marriage is something that it's it's a lot of work it's it's basically a few it's like okay boyfriend and girlfriend and then it's like marriage like that's Mm -hmm. a commitment like that's a big deal do you feel like people are romanticizing that the glam like the glamour side that they see from these weddings and stuff and they're romanticizing marriage but are they ready for marriage I feel like you see the glitz and the glam of the the event yeah 
but not really seeing the wedding. Like you, you taking two people and you bonding them for the rest of their life. People out here not wanting to get married because they think, oh, it's just a piece of paper. So we'll just be boyfriend and girlfriend for the rest of our lives. No, marriage is not just a piece of paper. Marriage isn't a piece of paper at all. That's a legal <laughs> aspect of what marriage is. Yeah. Because we live in an economy where everything has to have a contract to it. Yeah. Marriage is taking two people and marrying them. Like that's period. That's what it is. It's like you found the love of your life. You found somebody that you're willing to sacrifice everything yeah. to build something else with somebody else. People don't want to do that anymore. They don't. Because it's like, okay, after the wedding, then what? What do you mean? <laughs> you're, you're, this is, this is it, babe. Now you have to, right, this is it. You can't, you can't look back and be like, oh, I remember um Brian and I wish I would have married Brian instead of Ryan. So what okay, but you got Ryan. Did you marry Ryan then? Because <laughs> Ryan had more money at the time. Okay, like but Brian friend. actually loved you for real. But so you now you stuck in this marriage, yeah? Because <laughs> you wanted you wanted the big wedding, and not the actual person that you making a commitment to. Mm. Like I don't understand. Because me personally, I want to get married. I do. I do too. Because I feel like I might find comfort in having my own love story, my own fairy tale. Yes. And we like I don't that. I don't want to keep repeating these same episodes with people that's just gonna waste my time. I might as well just be alone until I find or until my husband finds me. Period. Cause like <laughs> It's getting old and life is short. The life expectancy for our generation is shorter than it's ever been before. So it's like, bro, to sit up here and say that marriage is just a piece of paper and it's a waste of time. Y'all going to want a divorce anyway. Then that's you're not that's, even ready for that. Yeah, that's that shows what you're not ready for or something that yeah. maybe that is not an obtainable thing for you at the time. Like, yeah. I feel like people forget that. Like yeah. Michelle Obama says she did not like Barack. She said it during <laughs> her marriage. She could not stand him at one point. But that mm-hmm. there's gonna be parts of marriage, and that's so it's so scary to think about. But it's the truth. It's the truth yeah. how marriage is. It's like you've been with someone for so long. At one point, you might get sick of them for a little bit, but then that love is gonna grow back. Because yeah. that's what a marriage is. And it's like, I feel like we always think, I feel like, you know, we want to be these optimistic people, which is good. And it's like, we always think these optimistic things, but optimism, like there's always going to be some some things that aren't always going to be optimistic. And that's fine. Yeah. And I feel like marriage shows that. And I feel like maybe some people need to also, like even including myself, I need to step back and think, are you really a person who is gonna try to fight this this battle when it gets tough and i have to sit Mm -hmm. back am i and the thing is with marriage or even relationships 
a battle can last however long it wants to last are you willing to fight it though yeah are you willing oh to fight that's it? a good one yeah write that out <laughs> <laughs> let's write it that's down. a good one i'm telling you friend are you willing to that's the thing i don't think people are willing to fight anymore are you willing because greg granny and people on them they be married for 80 plus years but the thing is too, like we got a member too, Granny and Peepaw and all them. At a time, Granny wasn't able to leave because at yeah. a time, women didn't have, they weren't legally allowed to have even like their own savings or checkings account, I think, like their own bank account pretty much. So they had yeah. to stay. So it's like, you know, even then we glamorize, well, Grandma and Peepaw and all them stay together for long, but we also got to remember papa maybe had a family a few little yeah. like a, a few towns away and you know across town and you know we got to think about that and you know with being a black woman and you know a lot even with black families sometimes things get buried so good you don't even know about it mm-hmm. yes bro we got to take that in friend we got to take that yeah in. bro <sighs> i feel like it's if it's on TV, it's romanticized. Mm-hmm. If it's on your phone, it's romanticized. Mm-hmm. You see, I feel like out of all of the shows that I've watched with like relationships and stuff on them, the most realistic, like I felt like this, this is probably what it's supposed to be like, may have to be between Martin and all of us. And all of us, was a show written by Will and Jada mm-hmm. like way back when and I the whole show was literally this guy I guess it was supposed to portray the both of them mm-hmm. but it was this guy he had a son with his ex-wife divorced wife um, and he had a new girlfriend mm-hmm. him and the girlfriend they finna get married but he still got the divorced wife in the picture because of their son mm-hmm. but it's like he loved the both of them he really loved the new girlfriend but he also loved at a point in time the ex-wife mm-hmm. and it's like what happens if that if that's you are you willing like what happens if you divorce your first love quote-unquote yeah. you find a new one and things just start happening then you start catching feelings for the the old wife again. You start cheating on your new girlfriend. Your son, your child sees that. Like you, you can think about stuff like this. Yeah. Are you willing to fight for your true love or your first love? You know what I'm saying? Like, and are you willing uh, not to fall into temptation to exactly into something that's in the past? Are you willing not to fall into that temptation? It's very important. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel I like, feel it's, like that shows maturity. Yeah, I feel like it's so easy, especially I feel like sometimes as a generation we can be less driven. It's it's mm-hmm. a thing. Um I feel like, you know, it's so easy to be like, well, she that BBL looks so good. Like, I know <laughs> I, I love my girl, but like she got ass. Like, you know, it's so easy to say that or like, oh, well, like 
he got money or he's so like fine he got the nice dreads he got the nice you know he looks good I love my man though but like mm-hmm. he, that boy over there looks good like it's easy to say these things are you willing to fight temptation as well for something right that you love and care about and what happens if your true love looks nothing like your preferences Ooh. nothing like anybody you've ever talked to before Ooh. me personally I don't know how I will feel because you know me bro mm. you I wouldn't say I have preferences but it just so happens that everyone I talk to looks similar we're just gonna say that we're gonna dive into that in a second friend I'm gonna tell you that <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that but like <laughs> it's unexpected I feel like your husband could be walking down the street looks nothing nothing like nothing like what you you want it to look like but that's the love of your life that's the man who's gonna treat you good who's gonna who's gonna love you who's gonna be the best father to your kids like oh that's (laughs) so important that's important too and we're about to talk about that in a second too I feel like my mom always told me make sure the person like she's always said like if you get married wait a year or two or however long you feel like you're ready for until you have kids do not think you might be ready to have kids with someone make sure and like yeah it's like you always you know make sure while you're dating but sometimes marriage can bring out the true colors the ugly in somebody yes mm-hmm. but we're gonna talk Ooh, that's we're about, to, we're about to get in we're about to get in <laughs> All right, we're back, and now we're about to jump into the husband segment. The husband. The husband. The husband. I want to know what, okay, because let's not be generic now. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to to really get down and dirty into this. To the next. Because we were talking last night. Yeah. About what our men, you know, our, our, our dream is, is, but what's the dream husband all right and it doesn't even have to be looks because me this is a husband the look yeah forget the looks yeah a husband i want a man oh my heart's like (laughs) i'm waiting on him i want a man that is loving he's a nurturing man like this is a man like like I just I had a bad day at work and like I go home to him and he's like he's listening I want a man that listens like I mean like this is someone like he's gonna be like okay so how do we how do we yeah it's like we fix this yes I want that type of man (laughs) I want a man who's like how do we fix this I want a man where it's like my kids are like I love like I love this man like this is this was my first love of I know this is how a man should treat me I mm-hmm. I want them to have that example my dad was such an amazing man I know how a man should treat me um yeah. I want a husband someone who's just I want a God-fearing man and that's something yes that I I've dealt with a lot of um 
you know, I think it's called like religion trauma. Um, mm-hmm. You know, especially growing up, I grew up in the church. My grandma was a, um, she was a usher. Yes, she was an usher. And I, I went to church with her all the time. Sometimes we spent all day in church, picked up granny mm-hmm. from church. Like, I, you know, so my relationship with God is very, you know, it, it's something that I'm slowly forming and coming together with. I want a God fearing man. I want a man who's like, I'm, I'm constantly praying for my love. I'm constantly playing for my family. Oh, I just, I want a man who's just all about me in the best ways, wants the best for me, constantly is obsessed with my goals. How are we going to achieve these goals? What are we going to do to, you know, what can I do to, to help you in the moment to get goals? I want a man who's all about me, man. That's what Mm -hmm. I want. I want, that's my type of husband, a beautiful man. I feel like we're gonna have to be married to the same person at, the, at this point. Uh, no, we're not. Because, <laughs> <laughs> bro, heavy, heavy on the God fearing, bro. Because these people out here losing it. They losing. They losing God. Mm-hmm. I feel. I do. Um, like I, I was raised deep Mississippi South Baptist church. We be at church from 8 30 in the morning to 8 30 at night sometimes like mm-hmm. and i know they be saying the worst men be at the church <laughs> in the building maybe but heavy on god fearing because it's like okay i i feel like i would like my husband he's definitely gonna have to have a relationship with God before he has one with me Mm. because how can you say oh God told me that you was my wife if you don't even have a relationship with him first Mm. like he God should be your your first love let's start there then then us like because it's the it's the covering over the 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 relationship I brought us together exactly so definitely God fearing, caring, genuinely, mm-hmm. genuinely, genuinely mm-hmm. caring. Um, honestly, I will be happy if my husband did not rap <laughs> <laughs> or sing. I'm gonna just put it out there. Oh, you know what comes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else like I mean you really gotta sit and think about stuff like this you do I've, I've, I've thought about it but like realistically yeah, <laughs> what would I want my husband to be mm-hmm. and what type yeah. of wife would you want to be you know right I definitely I want a husband that's like my dad mm. Um, family man Loves his family, loves his kids, loves his wife. God fearing, definitely dependable. Like, if your back was against the wall, you know for a fact that that man is gonna help you with anything you you need help with. Like, definitely a Bob the Builder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You can't go around with a Bob the Builder. At all. But 
pretty much. I mean, you you hit all the points. Like, I feel like that's any girl's dream husband. Yes, I want just the for people. It's like you know, like she's found her match. Like this is right. She got to make. She don't got to work for nothing. Like she don't got to ask for nothing. This man loves. Yeah, she got a glow. Like I want a husband that's gonna have me glow. Yes, has you glow. Who who brings such a good light into your life where people are just like, you know, like she's just such a vibrant person to be around because mm-hmm. you're so at peace. Oh, I want to be yes. so at peace. That's what I want. Bring me peace. I don't want no stress. No problem. None of that. I'm ready for it. I, I I ain't gonna say I'm ready for it, but I'm excited for it. I'll say that. And I, I feel like I'm excited to evolve into the person I am that's fully ready to be a wife. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> you, you talking about it today, baby? Oh, oh, uh. yeah. I'm gonna go to sleep and I'm gonna pray for my husband tonight. Girl, amen. Praying for the <laughs> husbands tonight. <laughs> But now, since we're young, we're going to talk about dating. I'm 21, about to be 22, February 7th. Purr, purr, purr. Period, Brizo, how old are you, ma'am? Girl, I'm 21, ma'am. So early 20s. So we got a long way to go to figure out this dating to find our husband. But hopefully he's right around the corner, baby, because... I'm sick of this one. I'm sick of these. We need a new batch. A new batch, please. Thank you. <laughs> but we're about to talk about being plus size girlies, especially in the South, and the dating experience mm. of dating men while being plus size. I feel like that's very important to talk about. That is important. Because let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. Because actually, I'm glad you said the South. Mm-hmm. Because you in the South, I was raised down there. Yes, but I'm, I live up north, and I feel like it's different vibes. Down <laughs> south, majority women is is BBWs. They thick, you know what I'm saying? Thick thumbs. And they love it down there. See, and I've never been up north, so I don't know the difference. Let's talk about the difference from being up from the south and being from up north like you're from you you lived in the south but you're up north now so what's kind of the changes i guess you you noticed as being a plus size girl in the experience see up north it's i don't know because like you have you have full figure women i guess i could consider myself a full figure woman um you got different terminologies for whatever yeah, but up here, I, it's been so many times I've been called big. I'm like, um, everything because is- I'm top heavy, <laughs> and I wear a big hoodie from now on. You know, it's different because, like, girl, it's it been is- so many times I've seen. I'm talking about triple X BBW women, men talking about bro, she not big at all. And I guess to them. Yeah, it's like a different perspective because it's like for me personally, it's like people would consider whatever. I don't know why they would consider Brizo big because it's like in my eyes, I would like I'm I want to be Brizo's size. Like I'm telling you, Brizo got the hips. 
She got the booty. <laughs> like, I don't got no booty. I don't booty. think I do. See, it's like, I don't got no booty. All I got is <laughs> chest. Like, I feel like Brizo is, God crafted her beautifully. Like, it went, yeah. like, the proportions went perfect. Where it's like, with me, it's like, I feel like my proportions are atrocious and the thing is, is i <laughs> that and men are like men will tell me like you're literally beautiful and i'm like what are you because you talk <laughs> bro i'll be seeing your pics and i'll be like bro i don't know what you'll be talking about because i'm big people are fat so i'm like first of all <laughs> you're literally not big for real like let's let's be for real but it's like like you said it's like being from like me in the south and then you up north it's like it's crazy how the difference is you know because mm-hmm. i mean bro like i said i get called big all the time but if i go down south i'm, I'm standing next to the skinnies you're slim like i'm telling you you it, feel me like it's so slim, different. thick baby over here like they will eat you up in the south girl and the thing is like for me it's like I grew up in two different parts of the South. I grew up small mm-hmm. town South, and then I grew up now I'm in the city, Houston, baby. But it's like Houston. it's like it's it's a different it's a different world. Like where back home where I grew up, I was like there was not many people who looked like me. And if you did, you were the butt of the joke. You were the big girl at the parties. You were the fat girl. Like that was my life, even in middle Mm -hmm. school. And it's like, you know, it's crazy today. I got pictures from like my dad that he sent me of myself in middle school. I'm like, I wasn't even big. Like it's crazy what people would say. And it's like, now that I'm in Houston and I'm trying the dating scene, it's, it makes dating hard not for not for them it's it makes dating hard for me because it's like I'm not used to men being like you're so beautiful like mm-hmm. like I, it messes with your mental like being yeah. told that pretty much your whole life and then like you have to flip the switch and you're like people are telling you you're so beautiful I love you the way you are you look good the way you are like and it's like a culture shock because it's like, what are you talking about? And it, and what makes it even harder, it's like the men in Houston, like I'm telling you, the finest of the fine will mm-hmm. do not care about your body. And that's what it freaks, it freaks me out because it's like, I'm not used to that. Like I'm telling you. The that's pe- what I love about the stuff though. Yes, it's like, but it, it, it's crazy because it's like, there's people who have like a six pack who are like gym, like even the gym rats. Like I remember mm-hmm. I used to be on like Tinder and I used to be like, I'm not swiping right on him, but I'll be like, okay, let me just swipe right. And you match. And he's like, you're so beautiful. And you're just like, yeah, talking about your gym rat. Like I'm not the type you go after, but they don't care. So it kind of messes mm-hmm. with your mental, bro. Yeah. That's like, I mean, same if it was like, in school because you're dark-skinned they call you the typical you know dark-skinned people jokes whatever you Mm -hmm. grow up thinking you're not appealing because you're dark-skinned yeah whole time people really love Mm dark-skinned 
like that that'll have you thinking something that's so not true yeah but you've only met a percentage of the people that you're gonna come across your whole life exactly like i wouldn't put it past nobody like <laughs> my friend that um well he ain't really my friend but somebody that i met out here um live in california Mm-hmm. Bumping, bumping. That's where I'm from mentally. Bumping. Not anyway. He's from, he's from bumping. And mind you, he's like, who do he remind me of? So I could just put a, a picture in your head. Yeah. Like uh, uh, DJ Khaled now. About his size. Okay. And he seen me and my sweet mate at the time, and you know they was catcalling out the window at Walmart, or whatever. He was like, yo, I just wanted to let you know, like, you was just so beautiful, da da da. Because the girls in California, bro, they look just like how they look on social media. They are skinny or they are plastic. Y'all is natural. Y'all black and y'all beautiful. Woo the woo the woo. We're not used to that. Da da da. I'm like, oh, I've never heard like as many compliments in one sentence and one stanza. At a time, so I'm like, oh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know how to take it because it's like, I mean, okay, it's something different. I don't, I, is it a right? It's different. So I'm like, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Like, are you saying that we look good because we actually do look good to you, or because you're not used to seeing girls like this? You know what I'm saying? It, it child. It, it does mess with your mental. It'll have you thinking something totally different. And I said I had to sit there and think, like, I mean, there's some truth to that. Because when you do look on social media, all almost everybody looks the same now. Because I feel like... If they're getting work done. I feel like, and you know, if you're getting work done and if you're skinny, that's not shaming anybody. It's just right. experience as not a full-size girl. We're speaking from experience. But, you know... Right people are looking the same and i feel like you know if you want a bbl good for you and go go get, get some bbl sometimes i wish i had the money <laughs> yeah i wish i had the <laughs> wish i had the money but it's like you know people are starting to look the same i feel like it's also becoming like i said the societal like standards you know how rappers mm-hmm. will talk about i got my money i got my I got my gun. I got this. So men are feeling some type of way in us. You know, we're, we're invested in these models and this is that. So you see the BBLs and you see, you know, the getting on the fancy dates and stuff. And so we want those things. Mm-hmm. So we try to obtain and get those things, which is, you know, it, it's kind of sad to see, but it's like, you know, that's just the world we're in right now. Yeah. No. And that has me thinking like, so let's say you have an extra an extra small type of girl mm-hmm. and she gets a BBL. Correct. Now she's in like a, a medium large. How does that make you feel as a plus size woman to see that the opposite of what you would see yourself doing? Let's say like you were trying to lose weight to fit a norm yeah. and you see that norm is changing to look closer to what you look like now 
I feel like the norms are so fluctuating. Like you, it's crazy how trends back in the day, if you told like a woman, she had a big, butt, it was almost taboo. And it's like, now everyone wants a big, butt. so it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you see her get a BBL and she was an extra small. And now she's fitting medium large. And I'm over here trying to get a life 360, all the fat, <laughs> but titty reduction, yeah. all of it. So I can at least fit a medium or a small. And it's just like, it kind of messes with your mind because it's like, well, when I was young, I needed to be an extra small. And it's like, now you want to kind of fit a large and a medium because you got a booty, which is okay. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, it's kind of crazy to kind of digest and be like, I wasn't accepted then am I kind of being accepted now or I'm my size is kind of being accepted but my body is different so it's not being accepted fully you know do you ever think it's like a fetish though because you know like some some people have been like oh bro oh my gosh one of my friends She's a BBW um, type of groom. Mm-hmm. And this one boy. <laughs> oh, this stays in the back of my mind all the time. And when we first met him, when I met him and introduced her to him, mm-hmm. um, instantly he's like, oh, I love BBWs. I ain't never had sexuals with a BBW before. Like, why would you my, say my that? Babe, like, right? He, I'm literally like, bro, he's like, um, I've always wanted to freak on the BBW. Like, I just think y'all are so beautiful. BBW queens. Alright, bro, that's cool and all. But it's like every time he was talking to her or trying to compliment her, he had to throw in BBW. I do think like it's, I've always wanted to be with a BBW. Yeah, I do think it is a fetish. I know people who have a fetish. Like if you watch, my mom is a a girly who loves six hundred pound life. Like she mm-hmm. she will sit. <laughs> Me there, too. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, she will sit there and watch six hundred pound life. Like there are men who kind of manipulate and 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 have their own sexual fantasies with these women. I feel like. um I I know people personally where it's like at one point their husbands would say, if you lose weight, I will, I can't be with you anymore because I like you the way you are. They will throw in, I like you the way you are, but if you like me the way I am, why don't you want me to be happy fully in my skin? I feel like, mm. and I know people who like, there was this, I think it was on 600 pound life. I'm, I don't know, or some like segment of it. This girl said like her husband loved when she ate, like he loved, yeah. she was like a bigger girl. Like it, it can be a fetish. And I feel like, you know, some men do take advantage of plus size women thinking that they, they can't have anyone because of their body. So they use their fetish as a way of manipulation to, well, you know, she's kind of insecure about her body, but, you know, since I have this fetish, I love like bigger women. I'm going to use that to my advantage Mm -hmm. of taking advantage of this insecure woman and not all BBWs are insecure, but I'm saying, you know, some who fit the description of what we're talking about right now. So I do feel like it's a fetish. And I feel like if you play into that fetish and you're purposely going after and manipulating 
women who are very insecure and who feel like they can't get love because of their body I feel like you're very disgusting of a human in using that to your advantage using that I feel like that's very disgusting and very honestly telling of what type of man you are if I'm honest yeah that's deepery it is very much deep that also plays into like I mean physical health mental health emotional health like you don't I don't care what nobody says whatever that little phrase is they be telling little kids um sticks and stones break listen bro (laughs) words be hurting now they do let's not not play these games because it's been plenty of time i had somebody he called me fat let's just say that he called me fat Mm -hmm. because i was talking to him with another one of my friends and he went and told somebody else that we're fat Mm -hmm. and (laughs) We're we're big chested girlies, you know, mm-hmm. and we both like wearing a big hoodie at times. You know what I'm saying? He like, yeah, them two fat girls. I'm fat. Wait a second. And they say it with you don't even know me. Yeah, say it with you. right. Like you don't know what people are going through. I remember at this party at a time when I did indulge into the. What do, we, what do y'all call it these days? Indulge into the devil's lettuce. Because <laughs> I don't know. What to I'm trying to censor. to be safe. Yeah, we're I censoring. Get, we're censoring. Tried to, I used to indulge in the devil's lettuce at the time. And I remember mm-hmm. I was at this party. I think it was a prom after party. And I was asking around for the devil's lettuce. Like, did anybody have it? Because me and this girl were going to smoke. And... Mm-hmm. I remember he was like, yeah, um, I think he went around, like I overheard him, like I was walking with my friend and I overheard him saying, yeah, um, the fat girl's looking for weed or the devil's lettuce. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, bro, like, why can't you say, yeah, that girl's looking for the- <laughs> like, why do I have right? Like, and the thing is, it's like people say these things, but if someone said that to their mom, oh, right, fight. Like, why are you or their sister or their grandma? Like, they want to fight, but you can say mm-hmm. it to somebody else. Like, what is wrong with you people? Because I mean, that that could very well be true. My mama could very well be that to you, but you don't say that. Exactly. You don't say that. Because it's fighting words, but you can say that to somebody else's daughter. Like they say it with ease. Mm -hmm. And it might not affect you in that moment, but over time, it sticks with you. It's like, yeah, like, bro, I've been called fat my whole life. Am I really fat? Or is that just what people tell me? And it affects dating. I'm telling you, it affects dating really bad. Yeah. Cause child, it's been plenty of times. You've seen it. Me and you see when we do our research. Mm-hmm. The BB, the BBW Slayer, and what? Mm-hmm. Oh, the BBW Slayer gets me. <laughs> the, the BBW Slayer. I'm telling you, like what? What is that? Is that is that your mission? I'm telling you, to slay the BBW, or do you really just like BBW? And that's fine, but don't. And two, <laughs> TikTok men, please, if you like bigger women, okay. That's, that's all I have to say. 
but please i'm tired <laughs> I'm, and y'all are taking advantage of these aunties the mama's auntie oh, yeah. saying oh well i'm lifting this much because i like my bigger please we're tired it's tired it's over <laughs> we're done i'm over it i don't want to see and it's it makes you ugly i don't want you like okay just say a simple right? i like i like my women fuller i like my women da, 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 and call it a day like okay right you do not have to throw the extra adjective to again <laughs> enormous like okay we get it like please i'm so <laughs> oh like you don't understand i like there's a man on tiktok in my head imprinted like I'm telling you, I think he does. He has like BBW something in his bio. Like that's not, <laughs> yeah. like probably like BBW lover or something like, please. Like it's okay. Be proud, whatever. But it's like, it makes you look fetishy. Like it doesn't make exactly. me, like, it doesn't make me want to date you. It makes me be like, okay, he's fetishizing me. I, I know who not to talk to. It's a difference between, fetishization and appreciation like because i'm gonna just keep it cute because you know i don't know who's all listening (laughs) but there's someone that i've came in contact with and it's great it's beautiful beautiful to see how this person really does appreciate all bodies and like um all t- skin types everything it's it's nice to see and I re- I remember when I first came in contact with them and I was just like amazed I was like wow like mm-hmm. I was just That's like hard to come by I'm telling you because it's like it, I feel like I've been I've dealt with a lot of people who fetishize like no mm-hmm. like it was appreciation of being like you know like my mother like my grandma like these are women that I always thought were beautiful in my life who looked like this. And, you know, these are the type of women that I, I find beautiful because they remind me of home. And I'm just like, Ooh, yeah, you're so beautiful. You're so fine. Say it again, please say it again. <laughs> and I, I just like, I'm just like, Ooh, I'm telling you my heart was just like, it just felt nice to be like, it's, it was a breath of fresh air from the Oh, I like BBWs. I like da 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 da. Yeah. Oh, you got a big chest. Like I appreciate. No, like what are you talking about? Just love me for me. Like me for me. Please don't have to do all the extra. Like extra- I know what I look like every time I open my eyes and look in the mirror, sir. Thank you. And put on clothes. Like please, okay. I right. Guess- That's already enough. Let's get to it. Oh. That's already enough. All the right. models that 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 be on these websites that we have to look at our clothes. First of all, they make the clothes different than they make the other ones. Mm-hmm. The models. Let me just push. No, no. Let's let's get into, <laughs> into it because this is a this is a podcast of being real. We're real girls. We're gonna talk about it. <laughs> There is a certain website not about to get. Yeah, we're not going. Yeah, name any names. There's or a few <laughs> websites that sell, you know, plus size clothes. You go on there. Most of them have BBLs, tummy tuck, lipo three sixty, da da da. Allegedly, but you know, mm-hmm. they have those. <laughs> and you know, 
the clothes are obviously altered. The clothes are obviously fitting the model a certain way. So it's like, it's kind of hard when you don't see bodies like yours on these people because they're modeled a certain way. If you, I feel like if you're really an inclusive, like brand, like you, you want to include everybody. And Mm -hmm. I feel like all body types should be presented. I feel like don't only go for the people with, you know, a certain plus size body, a certain, embrace all plus size bodies so I can see what my clothes are going to fit like like I feel like it kind of body like it makes people just fork and feel uncomfortable in their body because they see people okay well the clothes look cute it looks good and then you order it and it gets here and you try it on Mm -hmm. and you're like it doesn't look like that I honestly I went through that a couple days ago when I got my concert outfit I was like oh I don't I liked it I did it wasn't, like the, it. it wasn't that one it wasn't the pink one the pink one was cute I like that one it was the brown one the brown one I okay. I want to send it back I'm about to send that back like I hate <laughs> it like it makes yes. me look ugly but I feel like on the model it looks so cute and I hate that you know we don't see a lot of our body types on these websites because it messes with people's mental that's another thing yeah. that messes with people's mental and I hate that I feel like that's another reason, too, why, like, I'm always in my comfortable clothes. Yeah. Like, I'm always getting hoodies and looking for new sweatpants and leggings and whatnot because, like, the dress that I wore for my birthday, yeah. I that was so out of my, like, comfort zone. You don't understand. Boy, I had a rubber band on the back of my neck holding, holding on. Like, the dress was holding on for their life. Swear to God. But, but I, loved I loved it it was cute it ate for the night Idiot. but like I've always had to deal with okay is this gonna look good when I put it on it might look good on her but she's not as busty as I am yeah she don't look like me at all I will say like maybe Miss Robin Rihanna Fenty girl She's doing doing the thing with the she is. inclusivity, let's, whatever. Let's get into it, Robin. Because she is. You she are is. showing the big boys, the big, the true big girl. The the men too. That yeah. that's what I. Re- Ooh, love you. Yeah. ain't with that. They don't show the, and I feel like you she doesn't even realize it and maybe the men are not saying it but they feel good knowing that there's mm-hmm. big boys like rihanna thinks big boys are sexy and i do too thank you like with the, and, the stomachs and whatnot yeah yeah and even like you know lizzo with yiddy right now that's mm-hmm. so nice like i, and I saw a set yesterday it's so cute i'm like i didn't even know it was popping like that over there I'm telling you, like, these are important. These are important things. Like, I don't think people, people always want to talk about representation with race, which is very important. Representation with sexuality, very important. But bodies also are very important. Like, you know, with Rihanna, she highlights even too, like people who are handicapped or, you know, not able to Mm -hmm. eat and like, you know, things like that you don't know how many people that's so important to people like that like it's just the things that your whole life has made 
like been made as like a big deal when really it's not yeah. that big of a deal. Like I just want somebody who looks like me. That's all I want. Right. That's oh, crazy, girl. Yeah. It means a lot. It does. I'm telling you. Because I that can boost someone's self esteem so crazy. Like if I see a girl that's all chest and all back, I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna be like, oh yes, she looks like me. Please let me please. give whatever she got on. Please let's be civil. Let's <laughs> I'm come correct. I'm for real. No, it, because let's, I, let's talk about it though. They don't have the big <laughs> chested girls. I'm so over it. The real Triple big chested. is not the biggest side babe. I'm telling you, I'm talking about the homegrown country big chested girl. Yeah. Let's talk these about the collard greens and cornbread type of girl. Yes, like these are the country big chested girls. Like, where are they at? Girl. See, and what's that lady name that was on top model? And they were saying she was just so humongous story. Girl, I don't watch top models, so I, I oh it's Drake's old girlfriend. I feel like whoever listening, y'all might know who I'm talking about. She kind of looks like Megan. But not for real. Drake's old. I know that. Matter of fact, let me do my research real quick. But let me talk. So they were saying that she was um just big for the longest, and bro, she wasn't. But they loved she, doing that. They yeah, loved tearing that. you down, tearing you down. I'm telling you. And for what though? I mean. Okay, maybe back then because things were different. Norms were different. Norms changed every day. But that lady, smaller than me. And it's crazy to see how people be like, oh, she's a big girl. Oh, she's big. Da, da, da. And it's like, you, it's like from different perspectives, a, a, a girl maybe who thinks she's bigger than me may look at me and be like, oh, I want to be her size. And I'm looking at somebody right. else who may think, you know, their body's ugly and I want to look like them. It's like, you know, people just, I just feel like you saying these things to people and it's just like, bro, like just keep your opinions to yourself. Like we, right. and stop covering your fat phobia up with, oh, well, I'm caring about their health. People want to say, oh, I'm caring about Lizzo's health. Lizzo has the best cardio. This woman is dancing, singing, mm -hmm. and playing the flute for hours on stage. And you're saying you're caring about Lizzo's health? Then you do Lizzo's workout plan. Because me personally, <laughs> okay. I I'm tapping out the first fifteen <laughs> of Lizzo's workout plan, and that's on period. I'm telling you now. I just feel like if Lizzo not in the casket, she high. They just they love to cover it up with what is it called fat phobia babe they love or saying yeah, that fat phobia. oh it's oh, she's not healthy she's too too what is it obese yeah they love what is obesity let's talk obesity is something like oprah you you know what friend let's just let's just go to the next topic because i'm not about to <laughs>
All right, child, we're back. I have to go explain <laughs> what obesity was to Breeze. Right. We're back on a good uh, note. <laughs> <laughs> All right, child. Oh, that was funny. So, Breeze, I guess just to end the podcast off or just to end like the last topic off with a good note what are you looking for I guess even it can it doesn't even have to be husband wise I guess but we're gonna talk about husbands because that's what we're looking for yeah we're husband girls yes like what is a future that is like Brizo's like this is something that she'll look back and be like I know I made it this is this is what I've prayed for this is what I've asked for this is what God has blessed me with and I know I'm very thankful that he gave me this because I pray for this every day literally bro definitely a husband want to be married um and a strong black powerful loving relationship yeah um not that i'm racist or anything i'm not racist but (laughs) black i'm just saying i'm just saying i don't want to get canceled (laughs) black might throw a little uh, uh, whatever um (laughs) um i want children I do want to have a big family. I want to start a big family of my own. Amen to that. But to know like this is what I pray for. Like I know I made it for real. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to not be working a job, but keeping it real in now. my career. Right. I don't, I don't want to work no job. I because I feel like with a job I'm doing this because I have to not because I want to a career is different I want to be in my career like this is what I want to do yeah like I can have as many days off as I want I can do whatever I want but this is still what I love to do Mm. and right now that's looking like real estate Mm. um uh, I'm so ready to sell a house, bro. Like I'm just, I'm excited. I got one more year left in college. Um, typing documents and whatnot, emails, sending them out already. But yeah. definitely want to be in the real estate business, working my way up to the luxury million dollar houses and stuff like that. I want to travel. Mm. I want to travel the world. I want to. Even though I'm petrified of trains and planes and public transportations and whatnot, I want to leave the country and just see other teams. Like, yeah, because America only has so much. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Even if it's just going to Canada. Tell okay, me. I'm in Canada. I'm in a whole new country at this point. At this, but point. I I want to travel. I definitely want to travel with. Not on no corniness now. With the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel so soft and squishy saying that. Like, but that's what your man's uh, gonna bring out. He's gonna bring right? out softness. That's so yucky, bro. With the love of my life. 
<laughs> oh, that's so yuck. Okay. Yeah, I want to travel. <laughs> I want to travel with my man. Let's just say that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even care about the money aspect at this point. I mean, like, if I'm happy, I'm happy. Amen to that. If I'm at peace, I'm at peace. So, yeah, that's 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 why I see myself. I feel like if I get to that point, I'll be like, yeah, this is what I pray for. I know I made it for real. I love that. That was so real. I love that. Yeah, I try to be real wary. Now, me, girl, for me, what is, like, where I know I made it, where I know God, des- like, has this destined like this is my man this is my love um I love I really like it's beautiful to watch you know I I don't want to get deep we could talk about you know past and the future and future Mm -hmm. right now but you know I feel like I really love family I really you know my immediate family is probably the closest family um I am like yeah with so like my brother my mom my sister and then my grandma and then my sister-in-law and them um you know just watching my brother even my cousin like my cousin Mike and you know um just watching them be fathers uh it's just so I love I love that I really do I, I feel like I want that so bad because it's like a girl has daddy issues, okay? I'm just going to keep... Okay, look, we're going to be... Let's be real. We're going to be real. We're going to be real. So I have daddy issues and just watching... Um, like, I want... I'm telling, like I said earlier, watching my kids be able to be like, my dad, yeah. like Superman, like he's a beautiful man. My brother is an amazing dad. He's an amazing, amazing dad. Like That's watching so him be a dad is my, like, honestly, I don't, I, I'm probably going to share this podcast with him so he can hear because <laughs> I don't say it, but my brother is an amazing dad and watching him be a dad is one of my favorite things. Like the, I just know those kids love him. My, like my niece and my nephews, they love him. And then watching my cousin be a dad, it's like, it's nice to see him, like how his son loves him and how his daughter, the cutest, cutest, cutest girl, um, loves him. And then like, you know, his dad, rest in peace, Uncle Mike, like he was an amazing, like just watching him be a dad and just how he, he treated me so good. And he treated my brother so good and my sister so good, uh, like a man that comes and checks up on you know my family he doesn't have to he has his own family has his own like but you know like just men like that watching them be a father I I I want that's what I want um what else um that was so real like like (laughs) I'm telling you you don't understand how family so like being a black man be a father it's Come so on, beautiful I, i'm telling it you it's is. so beautiful i love i literally love I it love like, that 
it makes my heart melt like right I just love it and that's why I also want a big family I I really do my mom did an amazing job raising us I think she doesn't hear it enough or she she's so hard on herself I wish we had I wish I had more siblings I have an older brother and a younger sister but like I wish I had more I want I wish there was like three more of us I I just wish there was more um I want ideally I want six kids in this economy I'll probably end up having in this economy I'll probably have two but like you know (laughs) like ideally I I want to have six kids and maybe you know I'll know I made it when I'm able to you know like I know me and my husband have decided what's the perfect amount of kids and it feels whole as a family um that's Mm -hmm. important um and just being at peace I want to be at peace I want I want my husband to be just he's the person like oh my husband's my everything like that's my man right oh just I my just husband said my husband said my husband said yeah my husband said my <laughs> husband said that's what that's gonna be me for real like girl oh yeah. I'm gonna wear that word out yeah girl my husband girl, said <laughs> my husband said I gotta be home by like 10 30 let like, me check with my husband first hey husband <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that's gonna be me or just like even the traveling I want to be able to travel definitely want to travel before kids and then be able to travel with kids but I do feel like that's important I want to be able to travel with my husband before we have kids and um I want a man who or a husband who motive motivation is important who understands mental health too um a lot that's kind of another thing I it goes in with dating I wish we touched in on I want a man who is able to who really understands mental health I feel like you know um there's a lot of stigma around mental health and a lot of people I've dated I feel like they don't understand the severity of you know how mental health affects people I'm someone who you know struggles and Brizo as well as someone who struggles Mm -hmm. with you know mental health sometimes and I, I feel like that's mental health matters, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something I males want. mental health too. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. I, I feel like, you know, I want a, a home and a husband where it's like our mental health, like we we have a space where it's like you check in, I check in. What do we need to talk about? What can we do? Do we need counseling? Do you need counseling? What can I do to make sure you have the right counselor? What can, you know, like things like that's important to me. I really, I want a home for my kids where they don't ever have to, well, you know, I'm scared to tell mom that I'm depressed. Baby, trust me. it's nothing that you have to hide. I feel like that's how I'll know I made it and how I know God sent me a beautiful man is where, I see these golden men that I have around me, these figures, mm-hmm. people who I had in my life. And I'll be able to be like, okay, there's factors of each of these men that I appreciate in my life. And that he's someone that I can't wait to grow a family like with. Yeah. And to have like, like I have an older brother. I have a lot of brothers, but <clears throat> my older brother, he's a father too. I think it's been like five, six years. I don't even know. It's been a little minute. Mm-hmm. But I don't see him as much, but he's also a great father. And I love to see that because it's like I was really close with him. I ain't going to say was. I'm I'm close with my brother. But growing up, we were really close. Like I was protective over him. He was protective over 
for me and seeing that energy transfer from me to his daughter, like, it's just a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. But to have, like, men, men, heavy on the men, mm-hmm, heavy around you, <laughs> heavy on the men, like, mm-hmm. let's be proud, around you to see what a man sh- is supposed to be. Yeah. That shows you, okay, well, that evens out my options. Mm-hmm. If you're not, if you... <laughs> You not giving me what my dad, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't yeah. even respect me, respect me, and respect me. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't no point of us wasting time at this point. But I think it's a good thing to have men around you to show you like what you shouldn't settle for. Ooh, what? Let's let's talk about that. What? You- <laughs> what you shouldn't settle for we could talk about that real quick because yeah I feel like who's a good example like I said my uncle Mike rest in peace uncle Mike um my uncle Vance my um my uncle Jody uh these are men I see that oh they're just so beautiful lovers Mm -hmm. to their to their wives and I'm just like, oh, like I want a man who's all about me. Yeah. Like who who shows me never to settle. Oh, like they're beautiful examples of never to settle for any man because there is a, a man that God crafted for you that's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was that was a good one. Ne- to never yeah. settle for a man because never I settle. people, I feel like some people are settling. And, you know, I can't speak for them, but, you know, don't ever feel like you have to settle. You don't have to settle for nothing. Sure, don't. Because some people, you know, I mean, ideally we have these plans for, I mean, we were young saying, oh, I, I want to have my kids by 23 and now we're about to be 22. And we're oh. looking, yeah, we're looking like, um, <laughs> anyways. What you know, was she talking about? Yeah, like you got to be real. Like, you know, sometimes for people, love comes later and that's fine. Like I rather it come when God no. knows I'm ready and it's the right person than for me to settle with someone because I feel I, I think I'm ready. I don't want right, right, to. Right. I want to. I want to know, and God, I want God to be like, I know you're ready. Right. Ooh. I know you're. Ooh. Ooh. He, he he knows that I'm ready. Yeah. He gonna show you that you're not ready too. Mm-hmm. And that <laughs> and we got we and sometimes we gotta stop being hard headed. Ooh, that's okay. hard. We got to stop being hard-headed and listen. Yeah. Stop thinking we want something. Does Is this what God wants for you, though? Because you, you, I'm telling you, take me as an example. You're going to keep going through the same motion with the same type of people because you're not learning your lesson. Mm-hmm. And until you get tired of doing the same thing, you better sit in that corner and you better think about what you did and think of what you allowed to happen. Mm-hmm. Start over. Cause you can get tired as long as you want. But the thing is, are you really tired? Because if you're really tired, why are you allowing yourself to get back in a situation that you already dealt with? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. We ended it off good. Child, yeah. That's my class <laughs> over here. Yeah. Like we preach it a little bit. 
Child, I'm a living example, honey. It's so draining and tiring and make you think, bro, is there even anybody out there for me for real? Yeah. There is. My man is coming. He's coming. He's waiting for me, baby. Yeah. And honestly, if you stop talking about him, he gonna show up. Watch. Ooh. Maybe I need to stop talking about him a little. Right. Let me let me shut up, town. A little bit. Because I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I mean, cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. Please, Lord. <laughs> oh, please. And Lord. honestly, bro, maybe getting your mind, because I know for us, because it's like, bro, we're teeter-tottering from like young adulthood. So, okay, you finna be pushed out the nest if you're not pushed out the nest already. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what else is there to talk about but boys and more boys? You know what I'm saying? And adulthood. It's like, that's basically right. what it is. We're navigating dating as adults, finding people who fit into our schedule in this dating world. Like, we're trying, mm-hmm. we're, we're figuring, while all trying to build a career, trying to figure out life, trying to deal with your mental health. Like, it's it's things you talk about. Oh, it's a lot. It is a lot. But if you you get your mind off of the everyday routine, you pick up a new hobby like what we do, bro. This podcast only been going for what a week and a half, two, probably two weeks. And the thing is, it's so crazy because it's like I wanted a podcast and I wanted to start it, but I didn't like the person I was going to start it with you know it, it was up and down Brizo same yeah. thing it was up and down and it's crazy because it's like all it took it literally just took one conversation I was like Brizo we should start and she's like okay mm-hmm. and that's it I made the logo <laughs> she was talking about names like that's literally what it was it took yeah five and and it's crazy because it's like I've always wanted this she's always wanted this and it's like I truly I feel like I truly I love this. I do because it's something that conversations are important. I'm a conversation person. That's something I love. I love getting in deep talks. And it's the fact that me and Brizo were in the same friend group and we'd all have these same conversations late at night. Mm -hmm. But now we're just documenting it. And it's cute. Cute and fun. See, and I've never really had people to have these deep conversations with. So it's like now I do, and I'm like, yo, about time. It's like you want to. It's like you want to talk about these things, and now you can for real. Yes, because it's like, bro, for the longest, it's like no one. I ain't gonna say no one, but peer wise, no yeah. one understands my deepness sometimes. Yeah, because I could go down rabbit holes for hours. Hours. I'm talking hours. Like, how do I know what a uh 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 Anunnaki? Like, what is that? What is that? I don't know, but I don't know what you're talking I'm about. Interested. Anyway. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's I feel like it's so dope that you could really hit things off of people that you don't even know for real. Like, we let's, hardly know each other. Like, let's be for real. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And what's crazy, I'm going to give him a shout out because we're going to get him on here. Xavier France. Zay yeah, France. that boy. I'm telling you, Zay France on uh, all streaming platforms. Zay France on Instagram. He made a dis- so real, y'all. 
I'm telling you, he made a Discord for his fans. And what's crazy is it's a beautiful Discord. I really say I will. I made some good friends in there. Um, mm-hmm. And our friend group just really gravitated. Like, I, honestly, it just happened out of a whim. And I feel like we met in what, July? Yeah, late July, early August. Yeah, like we met it's been some months like and it's crazy how you you have these relationships with these people and then it feels like you've known them forever like I feel like Brisa lived down the street from me for real like that's not (laughs) right like I feel like it just feels like that because it's like you've you formed a a relationship with these people like a genuine bond yeah and it's like all like us and then like our friend group like and we're gonna get them on here too it's like it's amazing how like you have a sisterhood and he kind of formed that sisterhood even without though, even knowing like even though he gets on my nerves but yeah genuine like he's a genuine person he makes amazing music like mm-hmm. but he brought people together and made genuine friendships and that's how he brought people together with his craft with his craft and, and we, now we're doing our craft. <laughs> yeah, we formed a craft because of, of Zay. Ooh, I'm, telling you, God. I'm telling you. Oh, it, I'm telling you. And it's Z-A-E, not Z-A-Y, but Zay friend. Z-A-E. On all. That boy got dredged. You probably seen him on Facebook five years ago. Mm-hmm. But it, it's crazy how people can bring other people together. Yeah, all around the, the world for real. I'm telling the you. link up gonna be crucial. I'm telling you, the link up is going to be crucial. Very ghetto. Mine is a little delayed. Ghetto. Very cute. But ghetto. it's gonna be a movie. It, it is. is. Very much is. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited for see you later's new journey. Me oh. and you our journey, our journey as friends. Because I feel like this is definitely going to bring us closer. It is. Because I'm about to cry after this podcast. I hope you do. I'm going to cry. Like, I just feel like there's so many emotions right now. Like, this is our first real episode that we're putting out. Like, we were doing it on Instagram Live just to test waters and see what it was. And even then, like, I, I love the support that we had. Like, the Discord supported us. Like, um our friends on there there's still just as much guests we just didn't know how to really record it so it's like you know kiwi shout out kiwi shout out lila simone or lila simone my bad uh records Mm -hmm. like you know shout out uh sabria like you know all the people we had on our on our podcast on instagram live like you know it's crazy what this is about to be like i feel it it's something it's in in my my shondo it's in my shondo i'm telling that this is gonna be a pivotal moment not just for me and you but for like everybody listening i feel like this is a safe space say what you feel feel what you say like 
and even if this is just a chapter man i feel like this is a chapter that we needed to touch in order to evolve as people and maybe just to help people Oh, I'm about to cry after this. Girl, come <laughs> this cry about to be oh, I'm saying, like, it's just, I just know. Because I know how I am as a person. I ain't going to get into it because we, we've been to end it in a little bit. But, but, like, when I'm focused on something, everything is blocked out. The mm-hmm. things that I've been focused on before this podcast, bro, was not, not bad. bad. <laughs> not bad but not the best you know I'm telling you but this I feel like I can focus on this and still focus on what I need to be focusing on for my personal needs you know and I feel like it's the- good too Brizo like you know Brizo's a college student right now I'm taking a break I've been taking a break for some years now but I'm taking a break I'm going back but you know I feel like it's important for you because it's like you're doing the schoolwork, but who's who's checking on you at the end of the day and being, right. where's your mental at but what's on your mind so we can yeah. live out here you know it's the outlet it is especially oof, we don't we don't get into it on next episode for real we but yeah you you know you already know what done transpired in the last two three months i'm telling you but we we about to whew, we about this we gonna we gonna get up out of here y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> but you, we be on here for five hours i'm telling you like this is just only the beginning. I'm telling you in a few months, Breeza, I'm feeling it in my soul and even to the audience, even if nobody's listening, honestly, okay. somebody's going to find us and they're going to realize our message is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And this is only the beginning of something beautiful, man. But yeah. We're going to get out of here. So I'm here gonna... you go being romantically and whatnot. Don't even start. Don't even start. <laughs> You can't take black people nowhere. Girl. Okay. I'm Alex, child. I'm Alex. I'm girl. We're going to see you later, child. See you later, child. Bye. Bye.